Welcome back to the 360X Podcast. Today we got Super Bowl numbers, marketing numbers, the Swift Effect, Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin in Russia, hanging out with them in Russia. Just kidding, I'm not in Russia. I'm actually just in Nashville. It's still cold before we leave next weekend back to Miami. And then we have the ultimate algorithm guide. So stay tuned and listen right now if you want the lowdown and tips and tricks and hacks right now for every top social media platform, what to post, how to get engagement, how to get more qualified leads, and how to grow your community and audience there. Let's ride. We'll start with news. We got Super Bowl and Super Bowl numbers. Obviously, hey, congrats to the Chiefs. Unfortunately, none of my bets hit, but regardless, Super Bowl, it was the most watched ever Super Bowl 58 going down in history. Obviously, we got Mahomes securing his third. There were 123.4 million viewers, the most televised, the most record breaking numbers of views on a single television program in the history of America. Absolutely insane uh, for the network, for NFL, for CBS, for Paramount Plus for everyone involved. Absolutely insane numbers. Almost 3 million social media posts from 500,000 accounts. Uh, and the biggest ad of all, surprising out of left field, I didn't, even, I didn't even do my research on this one. I didn't even see this one coming, but Temu, 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 spent hundreds of millions of dollars to earn themselves 33,000 mentions and Verizon in second place with 32,000 mentions. But Temu, let me know what you think about this Temu. I think it's worse than Alibaba. I think it's worse quality than anything out anywhere on the internet uh, to shop I think it's terrible, but they're spending hundreds of millions in ads. They put out three ads, not just two, but three. I mean, just to get one ad in the Super Bowl this year costs 10 to $20 million, depending on how much that creative costs, because just for the slot, just for a 30-second slot was $7 million, plus the production, plus the team, the creative, and plus the influencers and celebrity endorsements and all that you had to go into that. It was 10 to $20 million every 30 seconds. These guys put out three of them, which could have been even more than the numbers I just mentioned. So absolutely insane. Temu, I, I don't... I I really don't believe in it. I don't believe in the product. I, I think it's absolutely trash and is worse than anything I've ever seen uh, coming from, you know, any Chinese production. I mean, I think Alibaba's better, and obviously Amazon is a hell of a lot better. So I don't get it. We'll see what happens. Um, I, I would say I'm not really necessarily bullish on Temu, but they just spent so much money, they got a lot of attention. So we'll see. Um, Verizon was in second place with the Beyonce ad. Um, that was huge, a huge collaboration. It seems that that was the most successful collaboration of the Super Bowl. And, of course, we have the... The swift effect, it goes without saying, but 24% of Gen Z this year, this season, was more likely to watch football because of her, and 20% of millennials were more likely to watch and tune into the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs this year because of her. So, regardless, we already know how crazy it is, but it really just is insane. The train just does not seem to stop rolling. All right, the last of our news Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin interview. You probably saw, or at least clips of it. You probably saw a lot of other media outlets talking trash because they couldn't score the interview like that and have the in with Putin. Uh, it streamed on X, so Tucker Carlson streamed it live on X. Well, it was pre-recorded, but then streamed it as a live broadcast on X. It had 179 million views just on X, just on the streaming broadcast of X, had 179 million views. And I want to tell you that the Super Bowl 
The Super Bowl broke the record for the most viewed television program at 123.4 million views. Tucker Carlson, excuse me, <laughs> Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin did 100 got 179 million views just on X and live streaming broadcast. So that was insane. Uh, the YouTube version also, and I didn't know this until um, I found out after I watched the YouTube version, which was very boring, uh, a little underwhelming, I would say. Uh, it's political. It's it's about diplomats and democracy and bureaucracy and all these things. So, of course, it's going to be a little boring. But uh, the tough part for me was the, the translator, like having to listen to translation the whole time and not actually hear from Putin himself. I didn't know this, that there's actually an AI version and it supposedly link lip syncs him to English. So maybe tonight I'll tune into the AI version. Uh, and also it was streamed on his website. So it did really well on his website. And it actually was the best performing in terms of quality. It turns out that the quality was best on his website. So that's interesting moving forward. If you do grow a big podcast, like if, if this podcast you're listening to, if this blows up to something big, you know, eventually, which I, I hope it will uh, as it morphs over the next few years. But if it gets big, you know, putting it on your own site and then having better quality streaming and, and not having as many restrictions and, and guidelines and copyright and all that stuff as you would on the public platforms uh, or the social media platforms like YouTube and X. So cool. Crazy, crazy. Anyways, want to get into the ultimate uh, the ultimate algorithm guide. So I'm going to go over really quick the uh, top, my top seven social media platforms right now and I'll tell you what's working for them, what's not working, what I'm doing, what our team is doing for us and our clients. We're a marketing agency. We have, mar- we have clients we do marketing for. Right now we do 30 36, I think, social media posts per day we're rocking right now and growing as we bring on more clientele and increase the content batching and content distribution of our clients and our marketing agencies. So I'll start first with TikTok. So how does how does TikTok work and how do you make the most of your TikTok content to get the views, the followers, the comments, but most importantly is the conversions. Talking to the right people at the right time with the right message gets you conversions. So TikTok, these, some of these are obvious and some of these are, are a little new, are a little hacky, a little secret sauce, but there's really not any rocket science. I just I meant to say this before. I'll say this right now. There is no defirm, affirmative, definite, 110% guide to any social media platform. If anybody says this is the algorithm and this is the way, and if you don't do it this way, then you're wrong, or if you do it this way, then you're completely right. There's no 100% right, and there's no 100% wrong on social media. There's obviously some practices across platforms I'm going to share, but there is no real right answer. If someone tells you this is the right answer and I know everything about this algorithm on this platform, they're lying to you, they're trying to sell you their course, they're trying to sell you their program, whatever, I'm not going to do that because I know that there is no right answer and Gary Vaynerchuk would say the same thing and I would definitely trust him even if you don't trust me. All right, TikTok, reply to comments with videos. Right When you get comments, reply to them with videos. That's been common for a while. Adding your video to series and playlists, listen to this. So when you do a video, you make a playlist, you make a series. So you have 10 videos about uh, the best hacks to clean your house or the 10 best hacks to get the, get the highest sales price for your home when you list it on the market, whatever that, that is. You add those videos and series to a playlist, and that playlist, and you tag that playlist and add that video to the playlist so then people are more likely, like on YouTube, when you get to the end of YouTube or while you're watching a YouTube video, you can click on, oh, this is a similar video, this is a related video based on what you're watching, based on what you just saw. So that's for TikTok right there. Add the series and playlist, tagging yourself or tagging the playlist of your that helps with SEO, that search engine optimization. TikTok is one of the best SEO platforms in terms of social media that we have now. So when people search, type in things, look for things, you're more likely to come up because of 
TikTok helping you ca get categorized and helping you grow in your niche and feed your videos and your content to the right people, to the right audience. So there's that using the add yours thing they just added. So you see this on Instagram where it's like there was this thing that just happened where you uh, where you wanted to post post a picture of you being 21 years old, like oh me at 21 and add yours. You click the add yours button and then you added your picture or video to that like thread, to that trend thread, whatever you call it. So TikTok now has that. So you'll see in some people's videos, it says, here's the you know tips for this or whatever the video is about. Maybe it's makeup. And then you click add yours to add your video about that topic. So then you're more likely to get caught in that thread and people see you in that type of, in that trend, in that thread. So that's something I want to pick up on more. And I hope you do too, the add yours thing. Uh, also another thing, many millisecond tap sounds before uh, the video starts, like right at the beginning, maybe like a, uh, I'm going to tap the mic and see if that works, but something like that. Yeah, hopefully that didn't blow your ears out I, when, I, when I tap the mic there, but <laughs> that's something you can do as well. Mini millisecond tap sound, something like that in the beginning. I can't say if this truly helps. I've done it on some videos and I've seen some other creators uh, suggest it as well. So I'll go for it. Maybe try it out. A-B test it. Put this little tapping sound or a little sound at the beginning of your video and some of them and then some of them you don't. And that's a really good way to test. Overall, definitely want to encourage more A-B testing, trying different things different ways. That's how we find out things. That's how we find out what hits and what doesn't. A title at the beginning of your TikTok. So inside the TikTok editor, you already upload your video. It can already be edited and stuff, but then when you post it, go to post on TikTok, just add text and add a title to the front of it, at least for the first three to five seconds so that somebody has a title to read. So they're not just waiting on to hear your message or waiting to hear the subtitles and the captions, but can actually quickly see the title and see exactly what this video is about. Make this your title, like a thumbnail on YouTube. Make it your title. Make it big. Make it make sense and uh, make it work. And then uh, visual hook. So that's zooming in. All right, so you see some of my clips, some of my short clips and, and uh, short form of Instagram and TikTok. You're going to see them coming in more, so more of the Zoom. So Zoom is an easy one to do. It could be walking in the opening. You're walking and then sitting down and doing the rest of the video. So visual hook, maybe background, different stuff in the background going on. Uh, and then one more, wild hooks to drive engagement. So obviously when you do anything crazy, obviously outlandish stuff we've seen the past few years, you know this. But anything you say that's wild, outlandish, maybe you say confirmed Patrick Mahomes is in the CIA I don't know something like that so outlandish things still do work as long as they can they can make sense now people will pick on if you're saying something random out of left field they may pick up on it and be like come on dude like that didn't even make sense for the video so make it make sense alright let's move on to Instagram so Instagram my personal experience with Instagram this is if you want to know Instagram if you want to know how to my best advice to how to perform listen to this I would do carousels carousels I think are A1 number one right now and I want to say that Instagram is very hard to, to build on. I'm going to tell you my favorite platforms that I'm focusing on this year. It is not Instagram. Of course, I post on Instagram every day. I post on Instagram usually twice a day. So, of course, keep building Instagram. Keep building that brand over time because Instagram is, is a is still a beautiful blend and kind of like your homepage for life. It has has your lifestyle, has your, your kind of vlog type stuff. This is who I am. This is my dog. This is my family. These are my, my habits. I like to surf. I like to uh, play basketball. So, you can have those things, of course, on Instagram and then, then your business, pushing your business effective marketing on Instagram so of course still using uh, Instagram absolutely uh, I do it every day post a couple times a day but carousels have really made a difference for me going
going from just straight reels, doing just straight dead on or Mosey style business reels every day are going to kill your account because unless you're big, unless you're a big name, unless you are a big name like an Alex or Mosey, Grant Cardone type or Gary Vee type figure, if you just post reels every single day, it'll probably kill your algorithm or kill your engagement, kill you know you boosting yourself. So stay away from reels every single day. Now, if you post one reel a day and then the other other post is something different, that's totally fine. Uh, I would use the one-third method. That's one-third of each format. So we have carousels that's swiping, and you can use multimedia. So the best engagement I've seen in 2024 on Instagram is actually my more lifestyle vlog behind the scenes mix of traveling, relationship life, also mixing in some business on a carousel. You can do 10 swipes, so swipe, 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 swipe. That's a mix of driving your car, a mix of working, a mix of spending time with your spouse, a mix of spending time with your kids. So mix those up. And the swipe carousels, I think, are the best thing you could do right now when it comes to Instagram. And the videos that I used to make that were, you know, 90 seconds, 120 seconds, two minutes, three minute videos, I now break them up and to make sure there's 60 seconds or less per clip and then put them on each swipe. So if I have a, let's say you have a three minute video that's a business education video, instead of just doing it as a straight three minute video as a reel, what I would do is break it up and split it into three, if it's three minutes, split it into three clips that are 60 seconds or less and put those as a swipe. And then on the front, you can put a YouTube, like kind of like a YouTube thumbnail type. So if you look on my Instagram, go to my Instagram, K-O-D-Y Thompson underscore, go to my Instagram and you'll see how it used to be just business videos that were just straight reels. And now those business videos are broken up into clips of 60 seconds or less. I put a cover photo, like a YouTube thumbnail type cover photo on the front first swipe of the carousel. And it encourages you to swipe and watch the videos more. People feel like they're changing the screen more, like they're getting more out of it. Instead of just watching one straight video, people want to move their fingers because we're addicted to moving our fingers all day. Duh. All right. Uh, majority of business, but also lifestyle relationship and travel. Yep. I post on Instagram twice a day. That pretty much sums it up for Instagram. Again, Instagram is one of the hardest to, uh, one of the hardest to grow on. One of the most competitive, right? For quality and, and quantity, especially the, the quality game on Instagram. So of course, keep building Instagram and stay consistent there, but do not put all your eggs in one basket. Learn to grow and adapt to the platforms because each platform will never exist forever. In 10 years, Instagram and Facebook will not exist. So it'll be something different. Of course, look how fast everything is moving. So be sure to diversify and change up. Okay, next. This is how to you this is how you crush YouTube shorts, I would say right now in Q1 of 2024. Q1 2024 YouTube shorts tips. Here we go. YouTube shorts I'm very bullish on. I want to tell you that YouTube is my number two favorite platform I want to grow on this year. My first is probably LinkedIn and we'll get to LinkedIn next. And I'm just going to talk about YouTube shorts because I want to keep this short. We're already going over time. YouTube shorts I'm very bullish on. Uh, of course, there has to be quality there. It can't just be, you know, a really crappy video without a without you know without a good hook without meaningful value without credibility without authority you know without calls to action without proper things of course you know it's going to be hard so of course have quality um, of course per usual make it make sense have a topic have a niche have an industry have something that you're speaking directly about uh, but it's more of a volume game as well so Instagram right I would only post two to three times max on Instagram per day, where as YouTube shorts, you can post five to 10 per day. I think it would be amazing for you. And this is circumstantial. It doesn't mean you're going to blow up. It doesn't mean you're going to be a millionaire rich and famous because I'm, you know, I'm still not got a long way to go here, but YouTube shorts, you don't really get punished for posting so much. So you see big creators that are king right now. They're owning the YouTube shorts algorithm and the mar most of the market share of YouTube shorts are cr crushing five to 10 of them every single day. So I would, what I would do is I would just do the long form 
and in the long form, right, like this. So this is a long form. It's going to be 20 minutes, and I'll break this up. So what I'll do is I'll do 20 minutes on here, and then this will break up into, let's say, 10, 12, whatever of those clips for YouTube Shorts. So then that gives me a couple days right there of YouTube Shorts. So do two or three of these long form talking about your industry, your business, your niche, and then from there you can break them up into either Opus Clips or I actually moved to Clap. So there's Opus Clips you've probably heard of. That's where it takes your uh, long form podcast like this and we'll break it up into as many quality uh, clips as possible to post on the short form platforms like TikTok and YouTube Shorts. So I actually moved to Clap. It's K-L-A-P, Clap. Fortunately, I'm not like a, you know, affiliate with them or whatever. Maybe someday I'll get some big brand deals. But Clap, K-L-A-P, I think it's a little higher quality. It is a few bucks more per month than uh, Opus Clips, but I just think it has a little better quality and some more editing customization features than Opus Clips does, but Opus Clips will definitely get the job done for you. So either Opus Clips or Clap to break up your long form. I would say moving forward, long form is essential. Podcasting is essential. Uh, podcasting is only growing. It is literally still in the beginning stages or you know middle adolescent stages, I would say, of podcasting. It hasn't even come fully to fruition yet. Uh, podcasting is only going to grow. There are only there's one blog for every seven people but I think there's only one podcast for every like couple thousand people or something in most markets so I would definitely go for podcasting over emphasizing you know either one podcasting over blogs but definitely very bullish on long form because that's when you build raving fans right I hope that people start listening to me on here watching me more on long form because they'll get to know me better get to know my voice better get to know my, my mission my goals my purpose my brand you know more and more as we go so do more long form to be able to break it up and to be able to hit this volume number hit these volume numbers for YouTube shorts and for TikTok as well uh, I would say you can post a lot that the catch here is here's the catch this is the catch and the caveat with YouTube shorts you need to have a YouTube channel optimized behind it you need to have your YouTube channel optimized behind your short form and have long form also posted on there to back it you up in SEO in the algorithm but let's just mostly talk about what it is it's SEO YouTube is the one of the top if not the top in terms of social media I don't think YouTube is really a social media i think it's more of a more of a tv channel and network that we need to take more advantage of so very bullish on youtube if you haven't started youtube definitely get on it make this year the year that you get on youtube to post your long form like this like podcasts and long videos break those up into shorts have your youtube channel optimized to make it make sense have a trailer video have a background and banner and description of what you do so that when people do see your short they have something to click on and go to and then on your youtube channel you can have your your website you can have your instagram you can have that stuff where people can go and find out more about you but it needs to be something to back it up up because then YouTube will kick you into the you know algorithm into pe more people's feed in the shorts because you've done all the other stuff uh, via YouTube and set it up properly. Cool. So let's move on. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. LinkedIn. Very bullish on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my number one platform. I would love to grow on this year. I would love to get to 10,000 connections this year on YouTube. Or sorry, not YouTube. On LinkedIn, I would love to get to 3,000. I'm at 3,000 now. I'd love to get to 10,000 connections this year. So if you're on LinkedIn, would love to chop it up with you. Would love to collaborate on some good content, articles, and things like that. Uh, LinkedIn, very uh, bullish on. This is how you crush LinkedIn in 2024. I would say posting one to three times every day. And that's not just copying, pasting your post from Instagram. That's not just copying, pasting your post from TikTok and YouTube Shorts and other platforms. It's mostly a text-based format. So write great articles, write great posts that are text-based, and then add some images in there. Yes, of course 
course, I still do post probably one video each day from the best of my videos each day. Let's say I have three videos I'm posting on the other platforms. I'll pick maybe the best one or what I most, what I think is most relevant for business owners because that's what I want to speak to on LinkedIn is small business owners to help them out. So I'll usually take my best video and post that on LinkedIn every day. A text post on LinkedIn every day that's just text. And then also something really powerful with LinkedIn is articles and newsletters. Articles you can post any day, anytime. Articles are amazing. They're just more, they help you with your SEO. They help when people search. You're more likely to rank via articles. It's a very, very powerful tool on LinkedIn. So articles you can go in more depth than just a post. You can really deep dive into flexing your expertise and your authority in your niche and in your space for your business. Uh, newsletters are most important. I would say the number one tip I could give for LinkedIn for this year right now is newsletters. Newsletters are amazing because you can post them every day, but that's not very realistic if you're working in business, 8 to 12 hours a day. I would say weekly, put out that newsletter. Mine's called Marketing Monday, going out on Monday mornings, all about marketing updates, marketing tips, strategies, news in terms of marketing. So definitely check that out. Just You can just literally look on my LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me, and look how I post, and you can model after that. Obviously, don't copy and paste stuff because that's annoying, but modeling after that would probably help a lot. So newsletters are amazing because you actually get to send out notifications to all of your connections and all your followers, letting you know that one, you started a newsletter, and two, when you post your new newsletter. So it actually get notifications out, let's say, to 3,000 people, and boom, like when I opened my newsletter recently, my Marketing Monday newsletter on LinkedIn, my, the first morning I had 56 subscribers because it sent out this notification, and it's on my feed. People get notified, people see it, and people want deeper dives and get the real deal information rather than just a short post which those help as well, but those will drive the traffic and help grab attention to get people into your LinkedIn newsletter, which is super powerful. It's like having, a, you know how people say, grow your email list and get a, get a blog and a newsletter. Well, this is the easiest way to grow, and that's not necessarily an email list, but a subscriber list via your newsletter and get fans and people who really like uh, your stuff every time that you publish it. LinkedIn already does that for you rather than having to go make your own landing pages and grow your own email list. This is definitely a great start to do that as well. All right, so that was for LinkedIn, my number one platform I'm really excited about this year. Next, I'll do X and Twitter. Uh, X slash Twitter, uh, I would say, makes for a great platform to practice and spray and spray all kinds of stuff. Do whatever you want on X and Twitter. I think it's a great platform. I want to grow my following there and grow my audience on, on X because then it will allow me to test and see what's working, what's not, what people like and what they don't. Because X has really no, no guidelines and restrictions as to how much you can post or what you should or should not post. X is a pretty wide open platform. It is becoming more video friendly. So post your videos there, post your text there, post your images there, post everything on X, I would say. And just find what you like, find what your groove is, find what people in your niche and your industry what they're doing well with on X and I would make it a great platform as you grow a real audience then eventually they can tell you hey if this does well on X then I'm going to go publish it and put more effort and time into it on the other platforms if this sucks and no one ever likes it even though I do have an audience let's say you have a thousand followers or ten thousand followers on X on Twitter but nobody likes your stuff or nobody likes that post nobody comments you know you don't get engagement then maybe it won't perform well on the others but you need that audience first to so start growing on X and Twitter just post everything there see what works collaborate with people message people People, engage with people and that's the biggest thing to do with all social platforms that I need to be do more of that's a focus for us this year is engaging more it, it's really hard these days I think YouTube Shorts is the best platform right now to be able to post and not have to engage with other people's posts in order to grow and rank up but I think for most platforms you know X Twitter I mean especially LinkedIn is a very manual labor 
heavy platform is and you need to engage with people and go actually type in people's comments, DM them, connect with them. So obviously a lot of these platforms, other than YouTube Shorts, you really need to work on engaging with people, leaving valuable comments, making real connections, and not just trying to sell people in the DMs, but actually have real conversations with people to help you rank. Because when you're having conversations with people back and forth, and it's not just like a, an awkward sales pitch when you're having real conversation, all those people you're having real conversations with, you will always, your posts then will always, from then on forward, pretty much be at the top of their feed every time that you do post. All right, so um, Pinterest as well. I'm going to do over these real quick. Pinterest, this, I would say, don't sleep on Pinterest. I'm not a big interest Pinterest person myself, but if I had a product business, especially if you have a product business, I would say Pinterest, Pinterest, Pinterest all the way. You sell vintage clothing. Pinterest all the way. You sell supplements. I don't know. Pinterest all the way because Pinterest is an amazing search engine as well, and I should definitely get on Pinterest uh, this year. But it's tough to do all of them and blast them every day without uh, without a team. So pick the the two, three, or four that are going to be best for your niche and your industry and run with them. All right, lastly, Twitch. I'm very bullish on in the future. I know Twitch sounds crazy. Twitch is like Fortnite and gaming and stuff, but uh, I believe in it. I believe in, in business for the future. As long as you incorporate entertainment in it, I think Twitch is something that we need to keep an eye on. Twitch is something that you need to jump on. I just made a Twitch account literally last week. I'm going to jump on Twitch, start posting, start streaming, start broadcasting because I really do think that the business sector of Twitch and that whole whole industry, any business industry, is very, I would say, not not saturated at all because Twitch is so much about gaming and gaming and just and vlog type lifestyle streaming and broadcasting. I think that there there will be a space to come, and there there will be people and creators that will jump on it early to bring business content and bring entertainment business, not just boring business talking about tips. Maybe not like this exactly, maybe so, um, but I do think. I'm bullish on it in the future because Gary Vee is, and I, Gary Vee's pretty much never been wrong as far as I can tell. So uh, Twitch, definitely jump on it, get on it, study it a little bit, watch some stuff on there, don't watch too much. Uh, but I would say there's definitely a lot of room to grow for Twitch, and it is a huge market for actually compensating creators that deserve it. They can really pull a great audience and is has more monetization capabilities than most other platforms, especially our mainstream ones. All right, well, that about sums it up. I hope you got a lot out of this that went over time per usual i'll clip these up i'll make sure that i post different parts so that way you rewind this be sure to share this because this is the ultimate algorithm guide if you have a team for example if you have a real estate brokerage and you have a team of agents this is the podcast this is the youtube this is the link to send out to them and tell them hey listen to this right now because this is the new algorithm guide as far as i know to the best of my ability again no there's disclaimer there's no promises no guarantees that if you follow these tips that you're going to get rich and famous especially not overnight but I think slowly growing and implementing these things, it'll be very hard for you not to grow if you actually follow through and implement these things. So go share this with your team, share this with your girlfriend, share this with your boyfriend, share this with anybody you care about that wants to grow and wants to make money, wants to build a brand, wants to make an impact at all via the crazy thing called the internet and social media and all the beautiful channels and how lucky we are to have all this today and AI to help us speed up the process as well. So be sure to share this with the best people that you know share it with your team share it with anybody who wants to make some money and freaking blow it up in 2024 i hope you blow it up in 2024 god bless max out i'll see you back next week